Welcome to Orla's Happy Hormones Podcast. I'm Orla, your resident tree-hugging, lemon-sucking, garlic-crushing hippie. Talking all things female health and wellness. I hope you enjoy. Hey, and welcome to episode 77 of Orla's Happy Hormones Podcast. How's everybody doing in lockdown? 3.0. It's it's been an interesting one. And this one is definitely affecting people in many different ways, but it's hitting hard. This one is definitely hitting hard. It's personally I think it's the yo-yo of being in and out of lockdowns. It's also the uncertainty. We don't know what's going on. We don't know when we're gonna be out of it. We don't know when we're gonna start the living with COVID plan. It's all just very much up in the air and that's this is really hard for people to deal with and even with people are being quite logical and rational and like yeah I'm fine da, 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 I'm just getting on with it there is an underlying or an undercurrent of stress going on in the body so if you're someone whose periods are all over the shop whose hormones are all over the shop you're very PMSy. Look, that's to be expected right now. Your stress hormones are really kind of ruling the roost at the moment. Even if you feel like you're in a steady state, there is an undercurrent of your body knows that something's not right. So it's under that little bit more stress. So it's only, not that it's normal, but that it's to be expected for worse PMS symptoms, worse periods, things like that. Even missing periods right now, it's very common at the moment but this week I want to talk about coming off the pill because I've had a lot of women excuse me I've had a lot of women asking uh, what they can do to help themselves when they're coming off the pill before they're coming off the pill after they've come off it etc so I've got a few bullet points that I want to go through things just to help you set yourself up for the journey of coming off the pill and coming back into your own natural cycle because with the pill what's happening is you've been given synthetic hormones a steady stream of synthetic hormones to stop you from ovulating so it suppresses your natural ovulatory cycle so you're constantly in a false state of your luteal phase so that kind of chronic PMS phase things are just a bit dulled down libido is poor energy levels mightn't be great, response to stress isn't great. Again, this is all down to the HPA and HPG axis. I've spoken about this on other podcasts before or other episodes before. But when you are on the pill, you're not fully yourself because these synthetic hormones actually change the complete hormonal makeup within the system. And I know a lot of women are becoming more aware of that and they want to get back to their natural ovulatory cycles so the first thing to do is if you are thinking of coming off the pill is to set a date give yourself a timeline of when it is that you want to come off it like you don't have to just all of a sudden stop taking the pill packet and leave it at that you can but sometimes I feel it's nice to just give yourself a lead up to it give yourself a the starting process of a journey and by setting a date you're looking towards that timeline. I know for a lot of women, there can be huge fear around coming off the pill 
because you don't know how your body's going to react you don't know what way your periods are going to be you don't know if you're going to get skin breakouts because let's be honest here women go on the pill for many different reasons not just for contraceptive contraceptive purposes but also for skin complaints and heavy periods or painful periods so what I will say to you is do expect your body and your periods to go back to how they were pre-pill so if you were put on the pill to quote-unquote balance your hormones unfortunately you were given false information the pill cannot balance your hormones because it suppresses your natural ovulatory cycle when you're being given these synthetic hormones it's not actually fixing the root cause of an issue it's just suppressing it until you come off the pill so expect your periods to go back to how they were pre-pill if you were someone whose periods were very irregular that may happen again if you were someone who had very bad skin and that's why you went on the pill there is more than likely going to be an out an an outbreak or breakout should I say an outbreak I'm in pandemic mode excuse me but there will more than likely be breakouts especially along the jawline the chin this is all the hormonal area and that in itself can be very daunting and can be very scary for women who want to come off the pill because they don't want their skin to go back like that and they don't want their periods to go back being really heavy but there are ways and means of supporting the system when coming off the pill and then also looking at the underlying cause of why you have these issues be it heavy periods irregular periods skin breakouts that cystic acne etc there are lots of ways to help support the body through this and to help bring your hormones back into balance naturally so what i will tell you is just be prepared it can take anywhere from three to 18 months for your hormones to balance back out and again this is very person dependent this is all got to do with hereditary conditions if there's any gynecological problems in the family and on the maternal line of the family if there was any issues pre-pill so if they're again your irregular periods heavy periods etc it's all very person dependent so me saying it could take three months but then it could also take 18 months but again that time frame can be shortened with certain supports the likes of herbal supports nutritional supports a lot of people forget that like our food is where we get our vitamins and minerals that's what gives us our fuel for life like basically what food is there for it's not just to fill a void of hunger it's what keeps us healthy so picking certain foods that are going to support the likes of your hormone balance and then toxin elimination and hormone elimination but be prepared for that three to 18 month period and not actual period but the three to 18 month time frame Also, when you come off the pill, from around month four to six, there's going to be a surge in your androgen level, so your testosterone, your male hormones. Again, this is because your own testosterone levels have been suppressed over however many years that you've been on the pill. And again, that's one of the reasons why the pill will lower your libido is the test, your natural testosterone levels. You're not getting those, those peaks and troughs. But when your natural testosterone starts kicking back in, it can come back in 
in an excess but also depending on the pill that you have been on if you've been on a progestin only pill most progestin only pills there's four different types and three of them are derived from synthetic testosterone so you're going to have excess testosterone in your system there even when you're coming off the pill and then your own natural testosterone is coming up that's going to have an effect on month four to six somewhere in around there again very person dependent it all depends on what your own body makeup is what your own hormonal makeup is like so when we're looking at these high levels of androgens what really what you need to be looking out for is the likes of again skin breakouts that acne that cystic acne around the jawline the chin it doesn't always become cystic it again depends on if you have any underlying conditions like the pcos or anything like that but then also hair growth so hirsutism that hair growth along the face also excessive hair growth on even on your arms your lower back some women may experience some excess testosterone or some excess hair growth on their chest not a lot just a little bit again these are just things to be mindful of and to look out for and they're not going to be there forever it's just in this four to six month period with the excess androgens but again it can be helped and prevented with the likes of food herbs and supplements like these things are all there to help support the system but keeping an eye on it and if you start seeing the likes of acne on the face or even acne on the on the back that back knee that a lot of people complain about start looking then at your pathways of elimination because your pathways of elimination are key for helping your body to strip away any excess hormones the likes of your liver health, I, I know I'm always barking on about liver, 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 but that's because the liver is the general of the body. If your liver is a bit sluggish, which can happen so easily between like your typical Western diet of processed foods, alcohol, any sort of medications, and the pill is a medication, it's the liver that has to metabolize and excrete all of these toxins from the system. So looking at supporting your liver through the likes of all your dark leafy greens all your citrus fruits your bitters so a pint of warm water in the morning with the juice of half a lemon squeezed into it that will really help stimulate bile from the gallbladder to help flush out the liver then you also need to be looking at your bowels if your bowels are sluggish if you're not actually going to the bathroom every day everyone people say to me that they they go to the bathroom it's normal their their stools are normal they may only go once a day they may go every second day but to them that's normal really what you need to know is we should be going we should be having a bowel motion three times a day after every significant meal that's a sign that you have healthy bowels and healthy gut anything less than that or more than that there's an issue with your gut either your gut microbiome or your actual bowels there's something going on there so we need to make sure that your bowels are also functioning properly again foods that are rich in fiber all your veg and I know it sounds boring but even if you were to have in just one of your main meals like a good portion of root veggies sweet potato carrot parsnip beetroot these are all rich in fiber which is going to help pull out excess toxins it's also going to help pull out excess estrogen and also excess cortisol your best bet is to have it in the evening time and again this is when you're looking at hormone health and balancing hormones and gut health because we need to reduce the stress hormones within the system so looking at having it in the evening time 
I know a lot of people are afraid to have carbs in the evening time because they're afraid it's going to make them fat. It's not going to make you fat. Carbs don't make you fat. Eating too much food is what makes you fat. In saying that though, there are some people who are sensitive to insulin. So it is. you do have to be mindful of that because again, I always say everybody's body is different. Everybody has a different makeup. What's going to work for Sarah over here isn't going to work for Margaret across the street. It's all very different. Something else that you really need to be mindful of is your gut health because when it comes to the pill, the pill can damage your gut lining. And studies have been done in, was it 2016 or 2017 study where 70,000 women who had been on the pill actually developed, not the full 70,000 women, but the study was done on 70,000 women, but the percentage of women who developed some form of IBD, so irritable bowel disease. And this is because the estradiol within the pill can be quite corrosive when it comes to the lining of the gut wall, causing leaking gut, leaky gut. Leaky gut then is when uh, you're looking at particles, food particles, different toxins being leaked out of the small intestine into the bloodstream, causing a lot of inflammation within the system and again, inflammation within the bowels. And as well, the pill does inhibit the absorption of a lot of nutrients, specifically your B vitamins. So if you have been on the pill and you're coming off it now, obviously, if you're listening to this episode, you are um, making sure that you are supplementing with a methylated B complex. The brand I always use is BioCare. I find it's, it's one of the best brands. You need to make sure that your B levels are up to scratch. So your B12, B6, B9, your B9, which is your folate, which is super important for women who are looking to conceive. So making sure that you do supplement with a methylated B complex, also a good probiotic and a good digestive enzyme. We really need to be looking at healing the gut lining to make sure that you're able to absorb your nutrients and also those nutrients then can produce your hormones. It's the likes of our healthy fats, all the macros really, healthy fats, carbs, proteins are are needed for proper hormone production and function but specifically your protein and your protein and fats. So making sure that you are getting a good, healthy, balanced diet, one that's going to support gut health. One thing I would always recommend when women are coming off the pill is trying to add in bone broths as much as possible. Make up a big pot of bone broth at the beginning of the week and even just drink a cup of it every day, every morning or else add it into your soups and your stews. Like your soups and stews are vital for for gut health and bone health, hair health, nails. It's rich in collagen. And again, that collagen is also what's going to help heal the gut. So even if you do one thing out of anything I recommend is to start adding in your bone broths. And then other supplements that are super important for women when they're coming off the pill are your essential fatty acids. These are key, like our brains are basically made up of 60% fat. So we need fat either within our diets or supplementing. Essential fatty acids are crucial for, again, production of hormones, but also the the transportation of hormones throughout the system and other vitamins as well, your your fat-soluble vitamins. 
So to summarize all of that, all of my waffling, the main supplements that you need is a methylated B-complex, an essential fatty acid, a good probiotic and a good digestive enzyme. Because underneath everything, your gut is the most important thing. If your gut health is off, everything else is going to be off because you're not absorbing your your vitamins and minerals from your foods. And then with your foods, even if you can just incorporate in a good portion of root veggies every day and your bone broths, even those tiny, there are lo- there's loads more that can be done. But even if you start off with these two things, they're really going to help support you. Then looking at different herbs, like there's so many different herbs that help when coming off the pill. I see a lot of women taking Vitex Agnes Castus, fantastic herb. It, it's a hormone modulator. It acts just like a hormone, so it needs to be, needs to actually be taken the same time every day. What I always recommend is having a small little dropper bottle of Vitex beside your your bed in the morning and take 30 drops in a little dash of water for four months. <clears throat> Excuse me. When it comes to Vitex, it actually takes four months for it to have the adequate hormonal function. So you do need to be patient with the Vitex. But there are other uh, I was about to say other hormones, there are other herbs that that really support hormone balancing. The likes of Alcamilla, which is ladies' mantle, and Simus Fuga, black cohosh, but again, black cohosh can only be given on prescription and as well depending on what your symptoms are. Every woman is different, everybody's body is different. So again, just being mindful of that. When then looking at liver health, I when I'm working with women and I'm working with women coming off the pill, my first protocol is liver health, making sure that your liver is able to metabolize and excrete all the excess estrogen, testosterone, cortisol, adrenaline, noradrenaline. And again, very person specific because not every woman's periods are the same. A lot of women have irregular cycles, have different gynecological conditions. So it's just being mindful, again, going back to what I said earlier about expect your periods to return to pre-pill, but you can get the support through the likes of herbs and nutrition. But if you are someone who has had gynecological conditions or problems in the past, I definitely would recommend that you reach out to someone, reach out to a herbalist, a nutritionist, a homeopath, an acupuncturist, someone who can help support you through the process. It doesn't have to be me. It could be anyone, someone that you have gotten a good recommendation from from someone else or somebody that you've heard good things about where you've seen reviews etc make sure that you're you're going to someone who knows what they're talking about and can work specifically with you i know when i came off the pill i was 20 oh god i was either 23 or 24 i can't fully remember i think i was 23 and my periods were horrific when i was growing up and I was terrified. I tried coming off the pill a couple of times and I changed my pill a couple of times and I had terrible reactions, mental and emotional um, side effects of it and mood disorders. I've spoken about this before. But coming off the pill, that was one. Of, that was my biggest fear when I was coming off the pill when I was 23 or 24 because I just did not want to go back to being extremely depressed and hormonal, quote unquote hormonal, and being all over the place and unpredictable. So I went to my homeopath and nutritionist and she also works with herbs now. This was before I studied herbal medicine, so I wasn't able to like treat myself or anything like that. 
but she gave me the sport homeopathically but also herbally and I'll never forget my first period after I came off the pill I was terrified I was in a state of absolute panic waiting for this god awful pain and cramping to come and I remember and it's going to be very morbid I remember standing in the funeral home it was my grand aunt's funeral at the time and we were standing in the funeral home and I was like did I just wet myself and ran to the bathroom and I got my period I had no PMS symptoms I had no cramping no pain nothing my period came and I had no idea that it was even on its way now my first period it took 56 days after I stopped the pill for it to come so if your periods are a little late when you first come off it. Don't panic. If it goes to, if you're looking at like two, three months, then it's time to really get in touch with someone and start a, a good support process. I'd also recommend getting your bloods done after three months, seeing what exactly is going on with the likes of your, your estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, because there could be something there. Also, thyroid function, like your thi- thyroid health can really impact, can really impact your periods. So, if your period doesn't come back for about three months, just go get some bloods done, see what's going on underneath, and then you can get support, be it herbally, nutritionally, or whatever. But then another thing that a lot of women are worried about, and rightly so, is contraception. Because the the main reason for going on the pill is to not have a baby. And not every woman who's coming off the pill wants to have a baby right now. I was 23, 24 when I came off the pill. It was not to conceive. It was to get my body fixed, right? (laughs) I knew the pill wasn't fixing my underlying gynecological problems. So I wanted to come off the pill to fix the root cause. Another reason why I came off it is because I actually read how the pill can can interfere with how we pick our partners which I've discussed loads of times on this and in my head I was like right I'm picking the wrong people because I'm chemically not matching with the right ones and now in hindsight it it's not as straightforward as that it's a bit more complex <laughs> but yes the pill can interfere with the the, or certain attraction to certain men but then yes looking at different contraception methods there are different ones uh there's the rhythm method there's condoms there is the copper coil all these are great but they all have their own downsides so the rhythm method having to either abstain or use a barrier method like like a condom during your fertile window so your fertile window is five days before ovulation up to 24 and to be on the safe side 48 hours after ovulation the reason this is your your fertile window is because sperm can survive within the female reproductive tract for uh, up to five days and so pre-ovulation if you're having sex without any contraception you're you're more at risk for conception then after you've ovulated the egg is viable for roughly 12 to 24 hours we do say 48 hours to be on the safe side but after that window it's you can't get pregnant the egg is no longer viable um so it is a good way to be intimate without having to use condoms because i know myself look condoms 
condoms are condoms you know they're they're obviously going to reduce sensation it is it does feel nicer when you're with your partner without condoms so if you are using condoms and don't fully enjoy using them you can look at using the rhythm method around that so once you know that your ovulation has you've already ovulated and it's that 48 hour mark past it you're good to go what i will say though is if you're not using condoms it's not protecting against stds just have to put that out there i'm sure a lot of people know this already but not everyone does so condoms great again they have their own downsides the likes of reduced sensation they can break they can split look it's happened to me plenty of times and but there are other ways to prevent pregnancy if your condom does break like look the morning after pill hold my hand up i have taken it i've taken it a handful of times i've had to um back in the day it's been a good few years since i've taken it it's purely because i don't want to be using the morning after pill the way i see it is if it happens it happens and that's my my path in life <laughs> and then there's the copper coil so that is a non-hormonal barrier method which it's an iud which is inserted and contains copper the thing is with the copper coil though is that copper will inhibit your zinc absorption and it's also causing an, an inflammatory response within the uterus so that if any egg does get through and sperm gets through and if it's fertilized that it will cause inflammation so that the embryo can't actually embed within the lining of the uterus so it does cause more inflammation and it can worsen your periods so if you're someone who already has very heavy periods or very painful periods it, it's not a great one to be using if you're someone who has any inflammation within the uterus any pelvic inflammatory disease or if you have any abnormalities in your smears anything like that it's I wouldn't be fully advocating first it's just being mindful that it does have its own side effects the likes of again more inflammation and reduced sink absorption and so your periods will be getting heavier as well so just be mindful of that so yeah they're your, your contraception methods your rhythm methods your condoms or female condoms or diaphragm or your copper coil the female condom mm, isn't great it can be a bit awkward the diaphragm is a bit better it could be inserted a couple hours before you even have sex so you're not losing out in that spontaneity per se but yeah there are different methods out there and look coming off the pill is for me it was the best decision i ever made i'd never go back on it um i'm 34 now i've been off it 10 11 years and getting to know my cycle was huge but becoming really in tune with my body and knowing what's going on on a rhythmic level for me on my cycle it was very important and yeah it even now like I, I know exactly where I am in my cycle on any given day by how I'm feeling and how by my mucus secretions and and whatnot but it is nice to be able to come back into my own natural ovulatory cycle well it was then and I couldn't imagine not having it now I know it can be scary the thoughts of coming off the pill with the unknown and not knowing how your body's going to respond or react but like I said there are so many ways of supporting the system through its natural ovulatory cycle 
food, herbs, homeopathy, acupuncture, it's, it's all there and it's all very beneficial. So I hope that episode has helped and I hope you've gotten something from it. And for now, happy Friday and happy hormones.